Yeah, baby. Day 16. We've turned the halfway corner and we're heading towards home. The long uphill slog to the finish line keeps on going. Johnny K bringing it to you on a frosty afternoon. Hope you're doing good. Hope you went back and listened to all kinds of stuff that we got going on here. Hope you go to Instagram and check out all my cool videos. That's Johnny Kobasa Rocks. And I hope you ended up in the sausage shot, everybody. That's right. Talking about the sausage hut. Doing anything goes today. Not really looking at an agenda. We've got an agenda planned out, sketched out for the next couple days. Hopefully, we're going to get you some championship game prognostication. We're going to have Kowski coming in, talking about his pet peeves. We're going to have a Super Bowl thing in there, too. We'll have a couple prices. Well, I'll have a couple fast food reviews. I did prices right yesterday. Hopefully, a Knives Out review if we can get the butcher to go see Knives Out. We'll get El Chapo in here, and without further ado, let's bring in the specialist, the man in the bullpen. He's got starter talent, but we've got him on cleanup duty in the seventh inning. <laughs> he's, he's working well under his salary range, but his name's Mishak. Coming in for, hey, our starter showed up, pitched a one and one third great innings and then it all went to shit and somewhere around the middle of the third inning we had to go hey this ain't working out so they go to the left hander out of the bullpen for long relief and that is the mishy mish what's going on brother it is uh you know what i'm gonna shut everything down give our chance to, uh, our chance and give our team a chance to come back put up a couple runs now put up a couple runs and i guarantee you by the end of the seventh inning we will be ahead and i will be the winning pitcher of this game let's bring it on that's right girls. that's what i'm talking about we have uh it's a special special today america and today is a special birthday program dedicated to everyone born in the month of January, dedicated to everyone who is a Capricorn, who is an Aquarian, dedicated to everyone. I got everybody I know telling me to ask the universe for stuff. Well, this is this is this is how we. Act. It's not the individual. You see, there is power in the individual, but there is more power in the collective. Now, my science friends will say you're full of shit. My uh, political-minded friend says it sounds kind of communist. And I'm here to tell you, you wipe all those uh, uh, dogmas and you wipe all them superstitions away from your mind. Look up at the sky at three o'clock and say kielbasa it's a good mantra it's a good mantra for and yantra it, creating and tantra i'll tell you what and you know with you know maybe four or five how many billion people are on this planet and if you could teach the parrot to talk you know the numbers go up exponentially and thanks for coming into the sausage hut for long relief man i uh I, my skills are extraordinary and yeah, i right. can uh and I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to be sharing a, a little bit of time to uh, be here in the sausage. I think it's fantastic. It's fantastic. How did we do on our prognostication last week? How would you do? Um, uh, Michi was uh, completely correct with the Tennessee Titans. You were. You and, called that one. 
And the idea that I listened to uh, the Butcher and picked the Seattle Seahawks was, you know, sound advice on my part, but that didn't transpire. And the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I'll tell you what, when I said they could be up 28-0 in the second quarter, I didn't mean they could be up 28-24. What a start to a ball game. What a complete humiliation at the end. So I was mostly right on that one. And there was another game intertwined in there. And I was not rooting for San Francisco. I was rooting for Minnesota. I was wrong. And I will jump on. I don't know. I'll jump on the San Francisco bandwagon. I'm going to stay on the Chiefs bandwagon and hope that there is another podcast where we can go in depth. We definitely right are, now, yeah. that's, And that's um, – so we were, we were, you know, as usual, we were calling things. We were right about certain things uh, and had fun with the rest of it. That's why people tune in. But it's uh, it's after the college football championship. Uh, the pro football is now in the last couple weeks of its season. And it's time where the rest of the world would uh, say, all right, what am I going to watch now? It reruns on the WCW. Uh, am I going to just veg out on Netflix? Am I just going to watch La Bamba for the 99th time? I wow. don't know. And don't get on the helicopter, I'm- Richie. Whatever you whatever you do, Eric Clapton, do not give up your seat to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oops. Oops. Oh for two, Eric. Oh for two. Ouch. I heard something, Mr. Kibasa, and it's I think it's more rumor than fact, but maybe you can confirm this. And you could tell me maybe the source of the whole thing, because I have my suspicions, but you know, you know more than I. Is and why is has January become like a month to take off a month of drinking. Yeah. Dry yeah, so is, is, is that was that available to you a thousand years ago when you were in high school or did this become come around with the advent of the internet? Uh, no, well, I don't know. I, I I hadn't heard about it until a few years ago, really. I mean, it might have nice. been a thing, and young people don't care. They're immortal. They don't give a crap about, hey, I think I drank too much in December, so I'm going to not drink in January. But it, it, I don't know where it got where it got momentum from. I think the first time I ever heard it was I was watching... Uh, <laughs> I was watching What Happens Live on the the Bravo channel. Yes, I'm, secu- I'm securing my man manhood. Uh, is, Andy Cohen. Is that with is that with Regis and Kathy Lee? That was Andy Andy Cohen talking about the Real Housewives channel. <laughs> mm. I may or may not have a guilty uh, guilty pleasure in watching a, a couple Real Housewives episodes every intru- once in a while. I should, I, should, I should introduce you to the C Town Beatdown. Toughest man on the free world just binge watches bravo station because he's really bored and alone and he refuses to tell anybody so he's down with kimmy he's down with the housewives he's down with the real estate flippers and quite frankly it's impacted him greatly i think he's an ugly human being now <laughs> that's funny and, I, and it's the bravo channel well it is it's milf central be- it's milf central so you know yeah but if you like women of a certain just- age yeah can't we just go for a walk on the beach and work on our 2020 vision we can you can i don't see you you're not watching bravo you don't even have bravo no no i can i I know johnny bravo that's about it yeah so the first time i ever heard it i heard andy cohen say i'm doing dry january i'm like dry january that's an interesting thing so you're taking your cues from andy bleeping cohen i didn't even do it that that was like a year before i did it i think it was a long time ago seeds mr cohen mr cohen at three o'clock this afternoon look up in the skies and say kill 
and then we'll watch your program. I promise you, I'll watch. Give me a show on your channel on Sirius. No, we'll have to, um, you know, whatever, whoever, whatever that person does. You want me to check them? I'll, I'll go have a word with them. I know people. As a matter of fact, I know so many people. I'm tired sometimes of knowing people. And it's not always a good thing. I need, yeah. to, I need to expand myself a little bit here in 2020. Andy mm-hmm. Cohen, I'll give him a call. He's a big wig. What does man. he do? What, who is he when he's at home, by the way? Who is he? I don't know. I don't yeah, know anything about him. Yeah, who is he? Who is he? So you don't know, but you do follow his programming. Is that the way you're telling me? I said I watch every once in a great while. I didn't say I'm on it all the time. Well, you watched his program so much that you decided, and other people decided to be devotees, devotees, depends what part of the country you're from, to take off on a dry January, the whole month. And Mr. Kibasa, on his day of days, um, I got to ask you, man, coming out of Thanksgiving, all those pies, all those lovely mixed drinks, moving into the holidays called Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and whatever else they call it. You got all these beverages going on. You have New Year's night, supposedly a rocking night. Raise your hand if you had a good time. I have my hand up. Mm-hmm. And and then you turn around on that morning after where you should reinvent the Bloody Mary in your life. And you're saying to yourself, oh, I'm going stone cold sober, dry January. And I'm here to tell you, because of Andy Cohen and his silliness, that that I think we should rethink dry January, America, and rehab. And it's a good idea to fast. It's a great idea to take some time off, but not so close after the holidays. I think that's de- that would be de- detrimental to my mental health, and I wouldn't do it. I propose, America. I propose Oslo, Norway. I propose Red Hook, Brooklyn, that we take February and do it. And all the fun people I know who have January birthdays, chance to celebrate their birthdays with a nice cold uh, adult beverage. Yeah. And I think we should just modify slightly and uh, use the good idea that Mr. Cohen gave and say, no, it's a bad idea to do it in January, brother. Let's do this in February has 28 days shortest month. We can cruise through four weeks. We can cruise through four weeks, four and a half weeks coming out of the holiday or how many days is 31 days. I don't know is is I don't know something un-American about that, Mr. Kibasa. And I'm asking you (laughs) on this day. Yes, I did say un-American about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking you on this day moving forward. 2021 that we shifted to february so i can join you at least in uh a month of saving our my liver um no i mean you can do whatever you want oh, i'm to. asking you i'm asking you to consider it mr Kilbasa. no man i want to get it. it over with as soon as as soon as because december is so bad for me it's just all the booze and all the bad food i mean awesome food but it's like i just let it go for a couple weeks yeah, but isn't that what February is for? Say, for instance, it's New Year's morning. We are in uh, Tahiti, 2021, New Year's morning. And we're in Tahiti, and we're having a good time, and we got our suntans on, and we got the coconut oil, and we got all the good stuff to have. And why can't we have a rum drink on the first in Tahiti celebration celebration of the new year? Celebration of, see, we'll be there for a month. Celebration of your birthday. Celebration of my birthday. January 24th, by the way. Keep those cards and letters coming. And I'm just asking you to consider it, Mr. Cabasa. Dry February is too abrupt 
after so much fun for my constitution to rationalize the sobriety of the situation. And I offered that I'd be, be I'd be far better off doing it in February. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, if Consider you're going to do it, you can do it in February. I don't know if both of us need to be doing it at the same time, man. Yeah, you think Andy Cohen knows that you're the only person having a dry January? No, no. He, everybody's doing it. I mean, a lot of people. Well, are doing you see, it. you see, you know, that's just you know, do you do the lemmings follow each other over a cliff? Yes, they do. <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Now cut it out and follow Michi in February, and let's get this done right. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hey, who knows if we'll even make it to next January or February. Well, what would happen? What would happen? You know, what could happen? Seriously, what could happen? You know, I got run over by a truck. That's the only thing that could happen. That's the only thing that could happen. That's right. That's it. You know, and if you get run over by a truck, you get run over by a truck. You dumbass should have took your head out of your telephone. Stop playing Pokemon Go and just pay attention to bleep and traffic. Yeah. My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> Hey, I got a question for you, Mr. Kielbasa. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Sure. No drink in January. I'm doing no drink in January, no meat January. 31 podcasts in 31 days, and everything else blows. Well, like I, like, I like stacking up a bunch of shit that's just... You know, painful, if you stack up a bunch of bad things and then the one like if you throw them on top of each other all at the same time, then it's like one one thing in the pile doesn't really bother you that much when you've got a bunch of shitty things going on at the same time. So, yeah. And and See, when you don't have, you know, when you don't go out on the weekends to like forget about everything and just uh, kill your brain cells for a while, you really have to like spend a little bit of time getting in touch with your emotions, which also below whoa whoa <laughs> I don't need to be in touch with my fucking emotions. I'll tell you that much, man. It's like, yeah, emotions are, are pretty. What what are they? A uh, like something a in your brain, a chemical. Like uh, yeah, um, a second. <laughs> it's something in your brain doing something. I think it's like like I, I don't know bad things, and who knows what it is. And, and you. Not that I drink all that much, but not drinking anything, you know, I'm sure you go through a little bit of withdrawal and then like withdrawing your head kind of leads to other things. Like you might be thinking about other things now, but really it's just your brain wanting alcohol, but it's manifesting itself as other feelings. And I'm just like, what, what? And now this is the second, the second half of the month is it's much tougher because the novelty's worn off now. And it's like, okay, I'm pretty much done with it. Just halfway, over halfway. Got two more weekends and another week. This weekend, next weekend, and then Friday at midnight is February. So that Friday, I don't know if I'll be staying up late or not. But I, 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 I am, I am shocked at the at the stigmatization. I am shocked that that the flip is not the flop here. I am completely shocked that that Andy Cohen has gotten a thousand and one knuckleheads to agree with him and have a I don't even think he, it wasn't even him. Like he wasn't he didn't even say it's a thing, everybody let's do it. He was just saying, I'm doing it. And then that was the first now, I'm just saying this, that was the first time I'd heard of it. All right, then I have another question for you. Is this not the nature of a viral incident where a comment, um, a movement happened and everyone decided to check it and make it part of their own 
I think that it, the nature of being viral. Well, I, I think it was already a thing before he just mentioned it offhand on a TV show. But maybe well, not. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was a thing before people celebrated it. Come on. Yeah. Next. Please right. continue. By the way, please continue. No, I'm. Uh, so, so that, yeah. So that's. There's all these things. I'm just squeezing everything into one month, and then come February, it's going to be. You know, I'm. I'm just going to be ignoring everything. <laughs> I'm paying attention to too much right now, and by the by the time February rolls around, I'm going to be like, "Yep, give me some chicken wings and some beer, and leave me the fuck alone." Wow. And don't expect me to talk. So I'm yapping. Wow. But it, you know what? But it's also been a good month too. I'm having, I'm just a, making a lot of music. The music's just coming out of me. Got some good videos yeah. going. We got Mishy going. Super. We got Super. the Butcher going. We're gonna. We got El Chapo going. We got the Meat Master going. We got Juice Bag got, Hero added to the mix now. He's gonna be got, back. You got. You got. You got America ready to hear the word. There is. Uh, that's just uh, something I had to bring up to you. I've been thinking about this basically since you, you informed me that January is what it is. And I'm really glad to know. But I'll tell you what, I would really like to say to a barkeeper in Tahiti, bring the bottle, leave the bottle. Thank you. And we just <laughs> and we just, you know, and, and, you know, maybe get some fresh papaya off a tree and chop it up and put it in our beverage. Kind of I brought you like a crate of papaya. So, so I have a, I have a question for you, Mr. Yeah. Carlson. Yeah. How many buttons does it take to produce a podcast? <laughs> and I have a jar of jelly beans in my hand. Mm-hmm. And if you, I'm thinking it takes more buttons in to produce a podcast than it does to fill this here ball jar, this ball mason jar full of jelly beans. And I'm just kind of wondering about that. Well, it depends. I'd like are to you, guess. Are you, are you, are you, I like to guess. If you can guess the amount of jelly beans in my right hand, can I guess how many buttons it takes to uh, produce a podcast? Well, it depends what you're calling them buttons. I mean, is a keyboard one button or is keyboard like all the buttons on the keyboard? Keyboard is one button. A monitor is one button. Pulling a lever would be one button. Pushing a lever would be another button. Mm-hmm. And um, on your telephone, it's not a traditional button, but you knew what I meant. Right. It represents a button. Yeah. At least uh, it will for another five or ten years when everyone forgets about actual buttons and yeah. everything is on a keypad. I mean, if you're looking at my command center right now, <laughs> there's a whole, there's a, an entire arsenal of things going on right now. Just so you know, there are 12,000 jelly beans in my right hand. That's, yeah. That's just really one. There's a whole lot of buttons in my hand, too. Um, I'll tell you what, we got we got uh, a bass amp, we've got a Marshall half stack, we've got a Yamaha mixer, we've got a, the main computer that the recordings be taking place on, a keyboard for that, yes. the TV remote, a mouse that I can't use on that one computer, an iPad, an iPhone, uh, a, another laptop that's B roll stuff with an external keyboard for that, and another external. A uh, monitor and a a, a hard lo- a, a landline telephone. You have the potential for tens of thousands of buttons. And that would be a single again, episode just of the phone calls right here. If I'm going to take phone calls, then I'm going to take phone calls. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. How many buttons you got in front of you, Mishy? What are you doing? Um, I have a uh, I have a marker and a pad in front of me. Nice. 
Um, telephones yonder. Now there's a keypad in front of me. It's a standard Macintosh keypad. Everything works. It's very nice. And that's about it. That's about it. Hmm. Um, but I know I know that uh, there are times here on the Sausage Hut uh, where the fun and frivolity of the whole thing really gets blended into the masterful production that one Johnny Kilbasa does all at once. There are times where you said to me, Mr. Kilbasa, a little busy here, Mish. You want to keep on talking? Sure. <laughs> and that's, you know, you're not playing open chords on a bass. You know, you're just, you know, you're just not hitting. The, you got both hands on your bass giving me the big thump. By the way, Mishy, uh, last Sunday's Coffee and Funk, More Coffee, More Funk, I think that was the January 9th. That was some of my best work. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you must not be that um, – annoyed by my music my music kicks ass by the way but i was fucking mixing it up thick and laying it down sunday so go back and listen to that because we've got i think i'm gonna just do i got a couple more sundays got a month of sundays but i got a couple more sundays going to january (laughs) and uh, sunday is coffee and funk day and i'm gonna be mixing it up and laying it down thick i'm gonna be i'm gonna be Blocking, blocking out a basement. It's going to be so thick with the mud going between those bricks. You know, back in the day when funk was uh, just be, you know recorded music and people were out playing and you know the Ohio players been there. The James Brown influence was everywhere. You can go to New Orleans. You can get the meters. Again, you go to Ohio. You can have Ohio players. You can have you know Philadelphia funk, Detroit funk, Chicago funk. New York City funk. People got up and then get the funk out. And when the first time I heard that, I was a young man. I said, Dad, what did they just say? He said, Son, he said, I'm not sure. Let's hear what they say now. <laughs> and he came, and he was, get the funk out. And my father said to me, I'm not sure, but I don't think this is something we should be listening to, son. You're wow. He was afraid of the funk. Uh, bring on the funk. Everybody funk. And all you have to do is throw out a funk you, and people used to get kind of wacky with the whole thing. Or I'm going to funk you up. <laughs> that was the name of a track. I'm going to funk you up. Everybody funk you up. Yeah, so, and, uh, yeah go ahead. It's one of those uh, words where if you say it quickly, you know, I guess it's cereal to uh, the milk that Stewie Griffin does in the opening of uh, Family Guy. All the things that make you laugh and cry. No, sir. They don't say that a thousand times. No. No, they use some couple. They have substituted a few words in there, and the censors are asleep because it's a union job, and they're thinking about their pension. Besides, they get a kick out of it. But bring it in the funk. Old Papa Mishy said, no, I'm not so sure we want to hear that. I said, Dad, can we listen to some of the music at least? He said, that we can do. And th- there's know? a lot of bad funk out there. I mean, the funk had its movement, and there was some architects of the funk that really made it awesome and really did it. And just like any other movement in music, the few people come out and make great songs, and all of a sudden this is a thing, and then you get 400 other people trying to do it. And then, oh, yeah. You know, like if you and listen they- to a funk station, you're going to hear probably 75% crap. Crap you listen to a rock and roll station back in the day when rock and roll existed. Um, you, most of this stuff would be pretty much garbage and imitation. 
Um, and if I would imagine, America, if you are uh, the hip hop uh, per- person, most of the stuff you're listening to is garbage too. It's just the way the percentages are, you know. So, like you said, someone does it, they do it real well, and thousand, you know, imitation is a form of flattery. Imitation is a form of profiteering on someone's talent. You know, there's a reason Prince changed his name twice. Because he signed a bad record deal. <laughs> People were making a lot of money for uh, off of him, and he had to get out of it. But Prince, uh, Prince never sounded like anybody else. He had all his influence. Now Prince could bring the funk. He could, you know, and then he decided right. not to for like 25 years. He brought the funk. Well, he got everybody involved, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm just going to make six crappy albums full of ballads." Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He could have made six albums. Of, he could have made six albums of religious music, and he could have called himself Elvis Presley. And the idea that 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 Prince was also like a preeminent guitar player. You know, you want to go see. But was play. he though? Did you have you seen you, him live? Did you see him live? Yes, I've seen Prince. I've seen Prince once, and I've seen Prince on TV whenever he's on. And there was a point in a program in a rock and roll Hall of Fame party. I want to say twelve years ago, and it was in. It was like the last year. It was in New York City. It could have been the last year. I forget when it was. And that guy went on stage, and he was standing on stage with some heavy hitters. You know, fucking Eric Clapton was up there, and bleep, bleep, bleep. Who knows was popular 12 years ago? Richie Sampora. Uh, and uh, is he, is he the widely regarded as the greatest uh, greatest guitar player in the history of New Jersey? <laughs> um, the greatest guitar player in New Jersey? No, that would, that would probably be less. That would be Les Paul. Oh, okay. Probably Les Paul. I think Les Paul's from New Jersey, and so that's kind of automatic. No, the greatest guitar player from New Jersey, no, no doubt the internet's going to be buzzing with a trending word. Hashtag Johnny Thunders. Johnny Thunders. Yeah, Johnny Thunders was... Uh, Johnny Thunders was never a great guitar player, but he was hashtag Johnny Thunders, and I just wanted to see if I can cause an internet sensation. People looking that up. Johnny Thunders would do a concert so high that he would basically fall asleep on his mic stand. Nice. Um, and people paid to see him for a couple of years. Hmm. Remarkable. So he had to be the best guitarist. But anyway, Prince was on there playing, and Prince played a different style of guitar, but he could play anything note for note and with funk. He had feeling. And his musicianship uh, was masterful. It's amazing. Hmm. Amazing to me how good a guitar player he was. And every once in a while, you could hear it. Um you know, but that's not the most, you know, he embarrassed some people on that stage. You're like, damn, this man can play. You know, I thought he was a funk guy. And uh, reminded me one time of a program I watched when I was a kid. Can I share a little story with you, Mr. Go Kavasa? ahead, Michi. Imitators and perpetrators. So there was a man named George Thoroughbred. Um, one bourbon, one shot, one beer. Hey, bartender. Hey, band, looky here. And that was very I've seen him popular. a couple times. Yeah, I've seen him a couple of times. He was incredibly popular when the albums came out, 78, 79, 80, 81. Yeah. The bad. It's cool as hell. And uh, there was a program where he was, he was, he had some hits. He was, uh, you know, doing a rotation, a, you know, whatever you got to do back in the 70s to get your ass on TV. And they brought out brother Stevie Ray Vaughan as the other hot guitar player at the time. Must have been 83, 84. And I played bass. I've never played bass, mm-hmm. but 
it would be me playing a bass guitar and you playing a bass guitar when the two guys were standing on stage allegedly playing a, a guitar part together oh yeah <laughs> yeah george thorogood shook his head and said no nah, i'm kind of done with this man I can't, <laughs> I can't do this and uh so there are levels and talent of skills and and uh Prince had Prince had multiple skills. Fantastic guitar player. Fantastic guitar player. Yeah, man. Multi instrumental, and he was tremendous at it. But that's bringing in the funk, you know. That's bringing in the funk. I appreciate you bringing in the funk. You're gonna get a funky drummer to get involved in this, or you just gonna, you know? I think you need a funky drummer, man. Yeah. I think you need a funky drummer. Well, why don't you get get behind the skins there, man? man because i play the drums as well as i play the bass and uh <laughs> good thing we don't need drums well all right it's true but you know i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it maybe we could uh, have some fun and you can you know maybe write a funk song right here on the sausage Other i think we already have because all i need is a clavinet I should. Have, I want to have. When the, as soon as the money starts rolling in, I'm gonna have somebody follow me around with the clavinet and just play it whenever I walk into the room. I um. I feel the same way about accordion. So here comes Missy. Walk, walk, walk to a polka beat, baby. I'm really behind the times. I'm really Nothing wrong with a nice polka med. You can't be sad when polka music's playing. You know. No. I don't care who you are, and Agreed. I don't care how much you think you hate polka music. You Agreed. sit down in a room where nobody's watching you, and you don't have to keep. You don't have to front in front of people and crank up some polka, Spinning. and you'll be dancing Spinning, around. Dancing away. You'll be dancing hopping away. away. Hop step together step hop step together step hop step together step hop step together step that's how you do it my grandmother had my grandma had a phrase about polka music oh yeah yeah she said if you can't get up and be happy and tap your toes to polka music you might be dead seriously very simple stuff there but uh wouldn't that be crazy if like all of a sudden polka music became cool with the kids (laughs) at like they they ditch the crappy pop that they're listening to now and all of a sudden everybody's getting together and fucking polka in and they're dancing around having a great time <laughs> that would be great you know the most fun i see sometimes when i go out and see you know i don't see many of the headliner acts i got some friends who play music so i go see the local artists and do their thing and the most fun they have is when the kids were in the high school band with a trombone and a trumpet and a saxophone and they get on there and the noise they make with their live music is fantastic mm-hmm. fantastic and they're up there having a big time and they are bringing the funk bring the funk as bring ben, on the funk ben harper and, likes to say bring the funk well you know ben harper knows what he's talking about he's ben harper well. is a funky funky ass dude man well you know okay Okay. Cool. He can bring the funk. Oh, he can. He's ben brought, Harper's he's another guy who can play about anything. Yeah. He's tried and played so many variations of this thing we call music that, um, you know, everyone should know who he is. And yet he's not playing out to make, uh, he's not pulling a Bruce, uh, Bruce Springsteen in the mid 80s, just trying to make a million dollars. And sometimes a lot of people don't know him. I'm telling the people, the Sausage Hut listeners right now, go go check out uh, Ben Harper and his various iterations. He's played in some bands that were pretty mean. Mean. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what he's into now. I mean, I saw him a couple times. Shit, it's probably been 15 years. He played at a couple music midtowns and just destroyed, destroyed the place. And you know, like his slower songs. I don't. I'm not a slow song kind of guy, but his his bangers are freaking great. Like Glory and Consequence, that's a great one. Uh, Brown well, Brown Eyed Blues is about the slowest one I like. Bring the fun, <laughs> faded. Lay there, lay there, and hate me. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, America, look it up. <laughs> Lay there and hate me. I believe he did a recording. I want to call him like the Furious Five because I'm in a funk mood. And I'm just, for the, I could look it up again if I press two buttons, but I'll do that a little later. And uh, maybe 12 years ago, he was playing in a couple of rock and roll outfits and eight kicks and a serious butt, America. Oh, Lay there and hate me. For every boy who had a girl who bugged him. You once loved them, and now now they hate you. She used to love her. Whatever. It wasn't that Guns N' Roses song. No, I can't yeah. repeat that on the sauce. Shot too controversial. <laughs> That's not a great song either. And the Guns no, Roses no, thing. but it locked in. Yeah, they locked. In. Yeah, but you know, you used to bug. You know, you used to love the person, and now they kind of bug you, and she feels the same way about you, or whatever gender you want to slice in there. Um, you know, there's so many names right now. Mr. Boss is incredible. But Lay There in Hades is just one of those songs that it, if you've lived any bit of life, you understand exactly what he's talking about. And he rocks an arc of rocks it out. It's fantastic. He used to play fantastic. Sitting Down. I don't know if he still does. That was always weird. He, 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 play, he, put the, he put the guitar in his lap and like played it flat. You know, he didn't finger it like he normally. He kind of fingered it upside down. Hey. Well, Robert, Robert Randolph does that now. Yeah, that's that's odd. I mean, it's, as long as it works, it's, a different, it's, it's good it for playing slide. Might, yeah, different kind of guitar playing. It's good if you're blind. I've seen blind guys play guitar that way. It just gives them a better feel for where they're at. Um, it's good for if you're if you're playing open if you're playing an open tuning where you don't have to do much fingering and you're just sliding up and down and you can just kind of move it around. Then it's I guess you can do that any way you want to. Yeah, it's like having a, a dope, a do, what is it called, a dobo? A dobo, you got that yeah, dobo? It's like, like having a dobo on your thing. Listen <laughs> to the musicology on the Sausage Hut America. Yeah, I, trying I, to help. We're trying to help people out here. They don't even know, Mishy. They don't even know who they're dealing with around here. There's so much, but so much fun to be had listening to music. Don't listen to popular music either. I remember when I found out that uh, they programmed radio stations to play top 40 music. Mm-hmm. I was about seven, eight, nine, ten, and we were grooving. Jackson 5 were on, and, you know, AM radio ruled. Yes, America, AM radio ruled. Not that you're dating they yourself. Had, no, that's okay. It's okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy to know the difference, to be honest with you. Mm. And then the FM radio came out and became popularized, and people started buying them. And you would listen to all kinds of albums and all kinds of tracks, you know, that you would not normally listen to. And you should expose yourself to all brands of music, not be just pigeonholed um, into one style. Hey, I like hip hop. I don't listen to any other stuff. Oh, no, no, America. Well-rounded, like Johnny Kilbasa can pick up the drums, can pick up the bass, can pick up a guitar. Can pick up your mama. Well, you know, it depends if it's a Tuesday or a Thursday and what mama's doing tomorrow. (laughs) Ingle Humperdinck, Ingelbert Humperdinck was in the news recently. Did he die? No, his wife is sick. He's still alive. He's like eighty-four years old. 
It's amazing. And he's aged better than uh, those knuckleheads in The Irishman were having their aging tricks going on. I'll tell you what, Engelbert Humperdinck. How do some people keep a suntan year-round, Mr. Kobasa? Maybe it's a spray tan. Or they live in Florida. Hmm. I've never done a spray tan. Have you ever done a spray tan? <laughs> no. I like the alabaster. Dig the alabaster, baby. Dig the pail. There's a uh, there's a story about alabaster in uh, Roman sculptures. And this might pertain to uh, how we perceive things. We all see these Roman sculptures in the museums and uh, maybe on TV programs or wherever you may see them. And they're all white, alabaster white. And we've gotten so our eyes have grown accustomed to seeing them in such a fashion. Whereas when they were created, they were ornate and painted and strikingly realistic. And here we are 20, you know, 2,000 years later, and we think, no, it's got to be alabaster. It's got to be, you know, just... And I'm telling you, we've been looking at art not in the way it was presented, and we've accepted it for our own eyes, the way our own eyes see it. And I find that fascinating. I find that fascinating. That's all. That's all. I wonder why that is, Mr. Kavasa. Beauty. What is it? What are the calculations that are going off in the brain, and why do most of us share the same visualizations and interpretations of beauty? We all oh, yes. might have different tastes, but we all know what's hot and what's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate it when people say "yeah" to you, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's like I a do. non. It's like a non. I, I, an unconscious thing. I, where I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, and you have to come back with the salty. Yeah, don't say yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I um, yeah. I have, yeah. a, I have, a, I have a few peeps. I have a few peeps. I, I listened to a recording of uh, the infamous killer Charles Manson once, mm-hmm. twice, and Charles Manson did a prison interview, and it was, uh, don't you hear when people say yeah? And he went off, and, you know, someone says something, you say yeah, and he went, uh, you know, he just went. That was his word that set him off, and that's why he killed all those people, I think, because he was just a strange dude. But me, I have to say it back to you. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say it in that deep sort of Hulk Hogan way, just to make me feel better about myself. Perhaps. To express your disdain. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I continue to learn about myself, and I have a pencil, like I said, well, it's a marker, and I have a paper. I can, I can uh, approach that. It's January. I can do those things any month of the year once I'm made aware of them, Mr. Kavasa. Mishy, why are you such a pain in the ass, Mishy? Mishy, you're a complicated man, you're an intelligent man, you're a well-spoken man, you're a sexy man, well-read man, Uh, you know how to cook, you like to keep a clean place. Yes. Clean enough. You don't suffer fools. No, not at all. You're a giver in the bedroom, up to a point. I'm sure that's a rumor that you heard somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> rumor you heard somewhere. So hey, yeah. hopefully tomorrow, man, 
Well, let's see. We, yeah, hopefully tomorrow. Right, are you around tomorrow? If see if we can get the butcher and prognosticate about Championship Sunday. On the sausage hut, I rearrange what I have to rearrange. Gotcha. And I, be, I will take care of my business, people. Miss you on away. People, John Cabasa, johnnycabasa.com. Three o'clock this afternoon, America. Kielbasa. I don't care what day you're listening to this because, you know, through the magic of the internet, you can listen to this next Tuesday. Yep. Look up into the sky, three o'clock in the afternoon, and say, Kielbasa. Mr. Kielbasa, I'm going to ask you a follow up in about a month's time. I'm yeah. say at about 301, you get like this tingling sensation because mm. the world is calling for you. Yeah. And I just thought that was the Selsun Blue. Oh, baby, it's much more than that. It's much more than the Selsun Blue Kid, much more. It's Johnny Kielbasa in the Sausage Hut. And I, at this point, I got to go look. I got to give Andy Cohen a call and give him some help with this non-drinking. I wonder if he's doing it this year. I haven't checked. I haven't listened to Radio Andy lately. I'll tell you what. If he's not doing it, I'm calling you like right away and say you're off the good day. I just want you to know that. And Great. I'll post something and we'll just... Just readjust, reset. It's early in 2020. We got, we got, we got, we got options, and we're gonna work them out. So say it with me, America. Yeah, yeah. Fucking knuckleheads. All right. We will. Thanks a lot, Michi, for coming in, getting us back on the board, and we're gonna bring our eighth inning guy in, and we're gonna close this thing out and get you a win, get somebody else a save. It'll be all good. That's it, baby. I earned my contract. Let's go. 31 days in the hut. Missy bringing the funk. See ya. Bringing the funk. Tomorrow. Peace. That's what I'm talking about, Johnny Kilbasa. Making fucking chicken salad out of chicken shit, man.